kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome back, niggas, friends, and all those in between, inside and outside of those parameters. I am Red Fox. And I am Simone Biles. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thank you indeed for joining us once again. Well, two in one week. What's going on? How are you mm. Mm. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm not doing well at all. Things are incredibly hectic over here. Uh, it is. We're rolling up on finals week. I have like four presentations. I have a research proposal to write. I have so many papers to do. I have actual final exams. And I've been sick for the past couple of weeks. So it's just been hell trying to get things done. And I'm beyond worn out. So <laughs> that, yeah, that. And that is just the truth. I cannot wait for this fucking semester to be over, baby. I'm finna vacate. <laughs> I'm turning um, all this shit off. I cannot wait. <laughs> You gotta take that um that Eshnasia. That is a creative way to pronounce that word. The Eshnasia. <laughs> That'll do it. Everybody yeah. has their little, you know, suggestions and all that. And I'm I'm just doing my fucking best in this insane world. So <laughs> but yeah, that's me. What about you? How are you holding up? I am In a vortex of confusion, uh, hallucination. um, Mm, That's festive. uh, Grief. Mm -hmm. um, Anger. Frustration. So much so that I just feel slap silly. Mm, like this is not really so real maybe life. that's the silver lining mm, yeah some people may know that recently my friend frank watson passed away um i found out two days before my birthday and 
Frank was one of the great ones. An angel on earth, I'd say. And the reason that I had even been looking forward to this birthday or so excited about it is because of how much work and energy he put into um, trying to make this birthday specifically exciting for me, um, especially after a lot of the struggling that I was dealing with emotionally and mentally this summer. Um, so it's weird and it's sad and it doesn't make any sense to me fully yet. I think that I'm still trying to accept it. Like, I feel like it hit me and then it went away or something. Like, I don't know. It's like, it just doesn't feel real. And I'm incredibly sad that I'm not going to be able to hug or laugh or dance with my friend again on this plane. Yeah. But... I feel confident that our energies will meet again and we'll have a great time and that heaven is going to have great parties. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that. And yeah, and here we are. Even still, because we enjoy what we do. We fuck with y'all. And um, this is our job. It is. This is our job. And so even when things are hard, we cannot always just say fuck it. Like we do still have a responsibility. And also it is it is good to to continue to participate in life when you can, even if things feel difficult. I know how hard this has been for you. And yeah, that was that was, you know. Beautiful words you had for Frank. I know this has just been the worst time, though. So It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Like, my friend should be here. It's stupid. It's, it, it, yeah. But this is a healthy distraction. I could grieve and mourn and distract yes. my way, myself in uh, mm -hmm. many unhealthy ways. Um, such as eating copious amounts of sugar, but I was going to do that anyway. So <laughs> that is just a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's just today. <laughs> um, so being at work and doing fun things with a friend is a nice mm -hmm. way to get through it. That said, it is. So let's let's get into whatever these niggas have been up to. <laughs> We're gonna start with some black excellence real quick. That I'm going to be passing over to a 20-year-old young man named Shador Sanders. Do you know who that is? I do not. He is the son of football star and current um, center um, of the scandal. Yes, I do. <laughs> Deion Sanders. <laughs> yes, I do know who that is. <laughs> now, we're not here to talk about Deion Sanders or where he chooses to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. His life and career. Um, but <laughs> we're here to talk about 20 year old Shador Sanders, who is now the first and the only HBCU athlete to have their own officially licensed jersey. Mm -hmm. That's awkward <laughs> since he just left. 
We're here to talk about the fact that Shores the uh, <laughs> linked with Under Armour <coughs> and Amen. Jackson State to release a limited number of 100 signature journeys, jerseys, journeys, jerseys. Um, Young Sanders has earned the Jerry Rice Award since playing at Jackson State Award, J- Jackson State University into 2021. Um, he also set a few single school records, single season school records for 32 touchdown passes, 284 completions. And in addition to linking with Under Armour, he's also got deals with Gatorade Beats by Jerry PLB Sports and Oikos. I don't know what that last one is. But what the point is, the doll is a superstar, and you can get an Under Armour jersey with his name on it and know that it's the only HBCU athlete that's got one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool and kind of sad. Like, <laughs> I'm not surprised like to hear that. These first black Excellent things. point. And there's only 100 of these. I'm sure people bought them up, especially because he's obviously not at Jackson State anymore. So I'm sure... As soon as these went on sale, they sold out. But congratulations to him anyway. And yeah, I hope he continues to have a, a great college career. Yeah. He went happy. with his daddy, though. Uh, he's at Colorado with his daddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Don't disrespect me. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, if that's how you feel, I have loads of questions about sports that we can get to. That's not the segment that we're in. Yeah, no, I'll wait. Thank you. No problem. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. 
But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. We're going to move over into our pop culture segment, which is titled Hot Tops, a bottom of one zone. And we're going to begin with um, some good news, some fun, fresh, funky, fun news. Love that. Okay. Love all those words. The gag is Kiki Palmer. (laughs) Kiki, keep a job, keep a check. Yeah. Keep a roll. <laughs> Palmer. Yeah. Is with child, hon. She So is. she hosted the Saturday Night Live last weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it was her first time hosting it. Yeah, I think so, too. And during her monologue, um, in, like, a sexy brown suit, she discussed rumors that she might be having a baby or that she might be pregnant and she popped open the front of the suit Mm -hmm. and she showed off her pregnant belly and you know screams and all that other stuff because everybody loves Kiki Palmer and then she went and continued to tell her jokes so I didn't know uh, much about you know her personal business apparently her baby father is named Darius Dalton um and I believe he's a writer and also happens to be the younger brother of Sharonis Jackson. Darius mm. Dalton Jackson. Yes, I heard that as well. Um so yeah, she is pregnant at 29. Yay. And I hope that she has a as comfortable and healthy and safe a pregnancy as possible those things are mm-hmm. are vicious frightening really <laughs> when you think about it your body. just a little parasite coming to drain you of all your well, you resources think of the baby as a parasite no of course you. not i mean it's a beautiful thing and i'm sure she's over the moon i actually watched saturday night live live <laughs> and Ooh, that's what, rare. And it is but i normally i only watch it when black people are hosting or performing it's not my business otherwise but when she pulled the jacket open first of all i thought uh all right level top like all right blue ivy debut like it definitely it it definitely gave it gave me that but you know i'm stan so felt very familiar that was my that was my first thought but then after that i was like like i immediately thought it was a joke i hadn't heard any rumors of her being pregnant apparently people had been no and so you know saturday night live they do all kind of goofy shit for sketches and stuff. After she showed her belly? It was yeah, crazy. I thought it was like a prosthetic, like really well done, but a prosthetic because she kept right on going and telling jokes. and But then she kept talking about like okay. actually being pregnant and how irritated she was that the internet had clocked her before she was ready to say something. And I was like, wait a minute. So that's a, like, that's a real baby of you? Like, it took me a minute to register that like she wasn't joking and all of that mm-hmm. is really happening. But yeah, congratulations to her. Um, extremely happy for her. She looks thrilled. So yeah, good for her. She said, "I know y'all met me when I was a little girl, but I'm grown and I be fucking. So get over it." And I really love that. I want all the young girls to remind y'all of that. 
I mean, she'll be 30 next year. Yeah, exactly. She's a grown woman. Y'all met them when they were children, but they're adults now. So you're just going to have to get over it. Kiki Palmer is an adult and she's pregnant and good for her. Um, Kyrie Irving has been dropped from Nike after sharing that anti-Semitic Amazon movie that he decided we needed to watch or whatever via his Twitter account. So I think at first he was suspended from Nike and now they've just all together parted ways. Yeah. Uh, The founder of Nike, Phil Knight, basically said he don't give a damn. Um... (laughs) I would doubt that we go back, he told uh, Associated, the Associated Press via Tim Reynolds. Um, Kyrie stepped over the line. He said, it's kind of that simple. He made some statements that we just can't abide by. And that's why we ended the relationship. And I was fine with that. <laughs> and I'm sure Kyrie was, too. I'm sure I'm he sure didn't he lose no sleep. Um, he's been with Nike since 2011. And his Kyrie 8 shoe line started in 2014. His current deal was reportedly for around $11 million a year and was supposed to expire next October. So, once again, the Jewish community scooping up the trash, girl. They're like, girl, what you're not going to do is try us. And, um, you know, admirable. I mean, I'm not mad at that. um, I've just heard, you know, a lot of niggas and dykes lamenting the loss of the Kyrie shoe. Apparently, it was was popular amongst... Not its... It's... The niggas. The footwear. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I mean, me either. That's not really my... That's not my... You lost your Yeezys at this point. Not my ministry, but... (laughs) But, oh, well. I mean, it... No. It is what he mm, said that, but he knew he knew exactly what he was doing. So, oh well, nigga, consequences. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Oh, Summer Walker's looking for a new assistant. Child. Specifically one that is white or gay. <sighs> she said, please don't bring no more. <laughs> Straight niggas around me. She took to her Galactahor Instagram story and posted the following. Need male assistant. 2K a month. Age. You just stop there. Age <laughs> 25 could. and older. ATL. Have to have a car. Have to know how to build stuff. What? I feel like Is she meant assemble. Like furniture? I feel like she meant assemble. Like Ikea. Like Fisher Yeah, Price. like... Right. Like, here's some pieces and that's some instructions. I, that's I yeah. Is she moving, maybe? She definitely don't mean carpenter. Not for $2,000 a month, she don't. Preferably white or gay. <laughs> Just saying light skin shrug emoji. And then, and doesn't give a fuck about who I am or my music. Just need you to come work. And then there's a little email for you to join. And of course, she got some flack for it, to which she responded, everyone I've ever hired my whole career has been black besides Roe. It would be okay. I don't... um, (laughs) I don't feel as though if mama wants to... Like, let her, I guess, have whatever assistance she wants to have. Furthermore, I have no problem 
with Black Summer Walker hiring a white person to work and build her IKEA furniture. Well, build her furniture. I doubt she's. Well, let me not say it. she's not buying furniture from my IKEA. You never Summer know. Walker seems like <laughs> she, she might. Two kids. <laughs> but anyways. I have no problem with Black Summer Walker hiring a white person to build her furniture Mm -hmm. and go get her tampons and whatever the fuck else for $2,000 a month. I mean... Sounds like reverse slavery to me. (laughs) So you're okay with the 2K as long as it's not a nigga? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like ain't nobody working full-time for that money. Like, not even in Atlanta is somebody gonna work... (laughs) <laughs> now listen, if we're playing the fan game, then we can do that. Because we, listen, we can do it. We can do it. Mama, mama, <laughs> mama, 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 mama. Because let me tell you mama, what I'm not mama. gonna do. <laughs> Ain't nobody putting in forty hours a week at Summer Walker's house for two thousand dollars a month. Let's just be clear. I'm sure that that's not happening. I feel like. When Bubbles gets a new thing, some yard toy tree house or something, and she needs somebody to come put that shit together, small shit like that, like the cabinet door came off the hinges, something like that, mm-hmm. maybe. I just feel like, you know, people, I felt like more the backlash was about the money than the race thing. I honestly felt like niggas automatically understood why she asked for somebody white or gay. Mm-hmm. Cause look at the look at look at Summer Walker's life over the past few years. Wouldn't you need a break from niggas too? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be like, let me just put myself in timeout for a little I while? I mean, but gay means you can be black. It does. She said white or gay, right? Meaning she's willing to exploit either one. <laughs> Regardless, she wants them to be male. So she either wants a white, a gay. She, I mean, she either wants a white guy. Mm-hmm. Or a gay person. Maybe ideally a gay That identifies man. as male. I think that's what she really wants. Probably. It sounds like she really wants someone who's not going to care about the fact that she's Summer Walker. Ultimately. Yes, and not be trying to fuck. And not be listening to her music. Or trying to bring their homeboys over. Or trying to FaceTime from her house. Like, just somebody in rural Georgia who would like to make a little extra money on the weekends. This truly didn't bother me, but I also, like, I've never been a a celebrity assistant, so I assumed Mm -hmm. that y'all were drastically overpaid, but, like, is this... Is this it? No, from what I've heard, most of them are drastically underpaid. Oh, that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Drastically underpaid. (laughs) Yeah, that. Literally that. Most of them, especially given the amount of work they do, truly yeah. deserve more but uh i just don't i don't know i don't really have the energy for summer walker and this and this job posting if you if you interested and that sound like <laughs> sign up she gave and, you the email. and that sound like a good idea to you then go right ahead like i'm more concerned with giant corporations hiring hundreds of people and paying them pennies and not letting them have bathroom breaks or whatever else than i am with summer walker looking for one person to come put together her son's crib or whatever. Cardi B says that making music is giving her anxiety. Oh, Lord. It's catching. She, she said that um, 
before 2018, back to 2015, she said she used to love to make music. But now, quote, making music to me has become a job that gets me anxiety. Mm-hmm. It gives me anxiety. Because everyone just critique everything that I do. Sometimes you don't want to do something that makes you feel that much anxiety. Yeah. Oh, poor thing. Um... I mean, she did say that she loves to perform. She performed for, like, some private banker's event or some shit, I think, for Art Basel or something and got paid a million dollars for 35 minutes. And we know this because somebody tried to, like, I guess, play her on some, like, oh, not the Grammy Award winner performing in somebody's backyard, to which she then posted, like, her whole ass million-dollar invoice. I know, that's right. Like, sweetie... I'm not upset, you know. Let's they be said very realistic. Said bad. <laughs> okay. I'm never mad at her, like, well, I won't say never, because yeah, it sometimes. gets to be too much. Yeah. And sometimes she definitely goes too far. But I think a lot of y'all say shit to celebrities working under the assumption that they won't say nothing back, and y'all need to cut that whack shit out. But also, it's not a lot of things I would not do for 30 minutes in exchange for one million dollars it's just not much i wouldn't do and especially if you grew up poor it's i just feel like that adds another layer of like oh i ain't turning down this fucking money i'm finna collect as much of this shit as i possibly can because i ain't going back to the strip club so yeah but i don't think that anybody was asking her to eat live like slugs and leeches on stage there's she was asked to do what she does all the time anyway (laughs) yeah i'm just saying the the people who are picking at her for performing at a private party or whatever, are going to work their entire lives and not earn a million dollars. So on that hand, I'm like, girl, why are you bothering with these niggas? And honestly, I think a lot of the anxiety is tied into the fact that Cardi still uses social media like she's not Cardi B. And Mm. at some point when you are super fucking famous, you have got to adjust your relationship with the fans like you need to create a healthy distance between you and the person that you know you are and who all these niggas perceive you to be because people will talk to you the fuck crazy if you are famous and then add in the stan wars and all the rap girls constantly going at it child i feel like it would do her a lot of good to just change the passwords to her social accounts and let somebody else you know, post pertinent updates for a few months and just let her focus on what is happening in her real life. But that is probably dreaming too big. Um, Aspiring musician Sweetie says that her no. song Don't Say Nothing <laughs> is in fact not about her ex Quavo or rapper Lil Baby or any of these other niggas. Um, ain't nobody dissing nobody, she said. Uh, she claims that she told people that the song uh, was not towards anyone. Ain't nobody dissing them boys so you can kill them rumors and kill that because y'all don't even know who I'm talking about, she says. on the uh, In relation to the song Don't Say Nothing, again, that is on her latest EP or whatever project, and it's basically a whole song uh, about a nigga who is running his mouth about them fucking, telling her business, 
It includes lyrics like, don't you tell nobody we fucking shut your mouth, nigga, don't say nothing. That's what I get for kissing on these frogs. He got <laughs> mad and told my business to the blogs. Um, oh, she says, no. <laughs> in a very, very, very pointed and very specific song that she claims is not about um, any of the people who have told her business to the blogs or told the streets who she was fucking. Mm-hmm. So I just have really two things to say about this particular story. Um, and I want to preface this by saying Sweetie seems like a nice girl. Um, oh, let her rip. And um, she's very pretty and whatnot. Um, so one, uh, I don't believe you. Two, your music's terrible. I'm finished. <laughs> Now, I was going to stop at number two. <laughs> I would have just said, the song, not for me, sister. <laughs> like, go back in the booth and try that over again. I see why. I don't know. It's hard for me to not believe Cut people. Cut the shade. Unless, I'll buy it. Unless there's like, I don't know. I just, I, I, I feel like to a fault, I default to like, believing people when they say things. I just do. How many motherfucking times has your name been in the blogs behind a nigga, especially yeah. as of late? I'm, I'm not, Come I cannot argue. On. I cannot Even argue. if it wasn't about them, you would know. You're right. Because you were given, at the very least, common sense. Yep. That people would think that, and yet you released it anyway. I don't believe you. Mm. The song, much like the rest of your songs, is bad. The end. Good night. <laughs> I only doubt it because I don't know that she actually wrote that song. That's just not. The, you don't have to. <laughs> but she doesn't I, have to. But I definitely feel like she put it out because she thought that it would generate controversy and Much get people like to listen. And, right. So I don't know that. I feel like it was done deliberately, but <sighs> never mind. I can't defend that. You're right. You're right. I'm going to just leave it right there. You're right. I don't. I'm no, finished. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Song's bad. Don't yeah, believe it. It is. The song God is bless. bad. I haven't even listened to the rest of the EP because I was so disappointed in that single. Do not like it at all. What do we have left? Oh, uh, well. Good morning, America. Good night, nurse. There's a lot going on over there. <laughs> so, um, light-skinned liar TJ Holmes has apparently been having an affair with his co-anchor, uh, Amy Robach, down to the Good Morning Americas. And um, this affair, or, well... I don't know if they're officially calling it an affair because they're like dating now or whatever. And I guess they're both separated. Like Amy's in the process of divorce. TJ separated from his wife who looks mm-hmm. way better than Amy. So she really does. Confused, she does. I don't know these people. Um, either way, um, they call themselves dating or whatever and been split up or whatever since August, even though people say that uh, they've heard rumors of this relationship going on for years. Of course. 
There's also rumors that TJ Holmes is like a serial cheater and has been getting it popping with people down at his job uh, for quite some time, including an ex-friend of Amy's. Uh, it's all a mess. Yikes. The, <laughs> the, I, what was it? The, Kim Godwin. What did she do? Is she the lead producer? I thought she was a producer, yeah. Over at the show, she says that they've been taken off air um, because it's just been too distracting, the relationship. Mm-hmm. That it's not a violation of um, any workplace policy. But, oh, she's the ABC, ABC News president, Kim Godwin. What? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn, nigga, who worked you fucking... No, 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 no. ABC News. ABC, she, this is she. <laughs> he didn't fuck the ABC News. Oh, president. oh. Kim Godwin is the one who. <laughs> Kim Godwin oh, is the one who made this statement. I said, God damn. All right, no. all right, all right. Okay, thank you. Woo, thank you. The president of ABC News is the okay. one who said Got that you. their affair was not a violation of company policy, right? But that it was dr- too much of an internal and external distraction and that they needed <laughs> to, to figure out next steps and do that while the two anchors uh, were off air and they've had some replacements or whatever since. Yes. Okay. And quite honestly, I doubt that they'll be back on air. <laughs> not on, I mean... Oh, good morning, America. Anywhere. I doubt he'll we'll be back. <laughs> I don't think they'll be back on together, but I have a feeling after a couple of weeks, they're going to let this white woman come right on back to her job. And, and TJ Holmes is going Nothing. Same way they went right back to work that same week, like after everything happened and TJ's just cracking jokes about <laughs> like it ain't like ain't shit going on and she's over there looking all deeply distressed. And then it coming out that he's unfucked all these other people at ABC. I think... She is eventually gonna come back, and he is not. Just cause. That sounds about just, right. just, I mean, right. Just cause, and she did an interview. Well, not an interview. The paparazzi caught her walking her fucking dog, and she was like, "Y'all need to get a life." Sorry, like this whole thing is kind of over now. Like, literally, move on. Thanks. Go do something else with yourself. So I don't know if she meant like it's kind of over now. Like you got a lot of nerve. Lady. Like me and TJ are over, or like it's over. Like girl, the story is old. But probably both. Probably, but still, I just don't. I had a feeling that it didn't violate policy or whatever because they let them come right back on the air. But I was shocked that ABC pulled them because I felt like so many people were probably tuning in just to see this chemistry that we had all evidently missed because at 10 a.m. we're doing something the fuck else, not watching ABC. So, yeah, I was surprised by that. But the rest of this, not... Oh, and I was surprised that TJ Holmes had a black wife. (laughs) That blew my mind. Didn't see that coming either. Yeah, I was surprised she had some melanin, to be honest, too. But did you see that Instagram post he wrote for their anniversary? Where he was like, shout out to my wife who is still with me, even though she shouldn't be. I don't deserve her. I've been a dog, and she's been holding me down anyway. Like, it was literally one of those posts that niggas write where it's like, damn, when I look back over the years, (laughs) 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 when I think about our relationship, girl, 
all the shit I did to you, I would have been left me if I was you. But you held it down. <laughs> Even wrote like an essay to his daughters talking about how he wasn't the father that he should be. And I'm like, so he was big trash. Big like you, trash. like that's bad. That's bad. Because niggas bad. that, like niggas that ruin lives, don't even do that. Listen, listen. And this was like before was all this shit came out. Big time trash. Absolutely, absolutely was for the daughters to get letters. Bitch. Listen, listen. You knew you. And that was means out here somebody's foul. mama. That means one of their mamas is super saved. <laughs> I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think his kids are, if there's more than one, I think they're all with his wife or probably soon to be ex-wife at this point. I've seen him, a photo of him kissing her belly, like when she was so. Oh, yes. God bless these kids, man. I can't even imagine what kind of shit they must be going through at school right what now. What a doofus. Like, because it's not just you. It's your whole family you're embarrassing like this, but. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if just given the sheer number of people at ABC that he was allegedly fucking, I won't be shocked if we don't see him. (laughs) He'd be back on BT. Remember, don't sleep with TJ Holmes. Oh my God. Oh, irony of that title. That's why I know who he is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He had a show on BT called Don't Sleep with TJ Holmes. (laughs) My. Don't sleep with TJ Holmes. Don't sleep with TJ Holmes. It was yes, right there. It was. <laughs> the writing was My on the God. fucking wall in my culture. <laughs> my God, indeed. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. well, that's it for my hot tops tonight, girl. Okay, dokie pokey. That's fine. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to come back and read your letters, you ghetto tramps. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now, you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct 
distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, folks, we're back and it is time for... Your listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We actually already have an update from somebody that we just talked to yesterday. <laughs> wow. What? Um, so if you remember Kiki Jr., who wrote uh, to yeah. us about the kidney situation. Yep. <sighs> yep. yep. So yep. she said, since I first sent that letter, my sister and I still haven't communicated it felt really good to hear your advice and be validated. So thank you. I was already on the deceased. This is so funny. You read this letter yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> I was already on the deceased donor list while waiting for her and had time accrued because I'm on dialysis. They count your time on dialysis to the wait list. So I'm approaching four years next April. I didn't immediately go to social media because it was very hard for me to talk about my need for a kidney. That takes a level of vulnerability I wasn't comfortable with. Plus, if your own family won't help you, why would you think that a stranger would? However, Mm. once it became apparent that she wasn't reliable, I set my pride to the side and started looking elsewhere. I still don't have a confirmed match, but I'm hopeful that one of the three people in testing will be that. I'll let y'all know when I get my donor. And also, I chose the nickname Kiki Jr. before Kiki announced her pregnancy. I just relate to her because I also always keep a job. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I didn't even make that connection, honestly. (laughs) Kiki Jr. (laughs) Right. I definitely thought it was about the fetus. But yeah, thanks for your update, sis. Sorry that your sister and that whole situation is still a fucking mess. But glad you're taking care of yourself and you know, doing the best that you can do for you. So you got to put you first, Lucius. You do. You do. And uh, good luck going forward. Let's dive into our letters this week. This first one comes from Lisa, who says, my name's Lisa and I'm a 23 year old Korean and African-American woman. Mm. I am an adoptee and from Korea. And I found out when I was adopted at 10 years old. Since then, I've been on a quest to find my birth mother, and I traveled all the way to Korea last year, but found out that she passed away just one week before I got there. Oh, man. That is so fucked. Naturally, I was devastated, and that's when I met Gabe, a total stranger, who came up to me and said he was my guardian angel and that he knew I was sad about my mother. What? I was shocked, but Gabe told me that God put him in my life to watch me and that he's a new angel who hasn't fully gotten his credentials, so he needed somewhere to sleep. Uh-huh. At first, I didn't really believe him, but eventually I caved in. Three months later, Gabe confessed to me that he has been Facebook stalking me for over a year. Oh, no. And he didn't know how else to holler at me, so he made up the guardian angel story. Oh, my God. I feel so frustrated and hurt that he kept this lie for so long. I just I just felt the need to look behind me. <laughs> like, I just honestly wanted to look over my shoulder. Just now. But on the other hand, he brought me out of the toughest time in my life and I had no idea 
how much I needed his presence. Who, what are y'all? Okay. My question is, would you stay with someone if they helped no. you? No! <laughs> I'm sorry. If they helped you through a really rough time? Or do you think I should leave him because he lied to me from the beginning? I love you both more than words can express. Thanks, Lisa. Mm. Would you like to take this one? I feel like... Well, I mean, you kind of did it. <laughs> but, baby... See, Lisa's 23 and grieving. So <clears throat> I have a lot of empathy for, empathy for you. You're in a very fucked up situation. Sure. I think the combination of your grief and your youth are the only reason you believe this guardian angel story. Because anybody else would have heard I'm a new angel, but I don't have my letters yet. So I need somewhere to sleep. You mean to tell me the almighty God creator of heaven and earth? didn't have didn't have a fucking like a, an account at the holiday inn the printer is actually down in heaven right now so we don't have <laughs> we don't actually have the tools to give you your past man today. and that is what is so fucked up about preying on people who are grieving it's like you're t you're literally taking advantage of that person's vulnerability this nigga Lisa I know he helped you through a, a tough time and I'm not trying to take that away from you. But look at it like this. This man is so whack. <laughs> he is so whack that he could not think of one single fucking thing to say to you other than lying to you and manipulating you into developing feelings for him. And on some like preacher's wife ass baby weird charmed baby charmed buffy the vampire slayer ass like what guardian angel but i don't have my credentials and then actually yeah no my bad i just been watching you on facebook for a year and didn't know what else to say i don't know what you're asking us how about i'm convinced at this point that you like y'all be like just not listening to your real friends or what? Like, I don't know why it is that you feel like coming to us about some shit that you know we're going to tell us. We, you know that we're going to tell you that you sound crazy. That this is crazy. This is crazy. I get that this man meant a lot to you. Came along at a time when you really needed some support. But baby, staying with him... <sighs> The fact that he, he even had to tell you that he was lying about the guardian angel shit, I'm concerned. I'm really worried about you. Yeah, because were you were you checking in on him? Were you like, has God texted you yet today? Do you have a place to live yet? Like, oh my goodness, how do you even keep that? It's such a bad lie that I I mean, I'm trying to be gracious because I know you're hurting and you're young, but baby, that is egregious. I mean, it's bad. It's, it's bad. It's giving hobosexual from the beginning. So, I, yeah, girl. So, <laughs> as far as the question of would I stay, <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> I would not stay. It would not, I couldn't get that nigga out of my house, out of my house fast enough. Not I, could, I couldn't call, ways. I could not call a locksmith fast enough to get that nigga out of my home. <laughs> Get out. Absolutely get out. That is the kind of lie you can't come back from. I'm sorry, babe. He started your whole 
relationship, not just with a lie, but with the intent to manipulate you. No, <laughs> girl, if you'll lie about this. No, he definitely got a whole nother family somewhere you don't know nothing about. Please, that is like, please get away from this nigga. a wild lie. This nigga didn't lie about his height or his dick size or no. his, like his bank account or like normal <laughs> nigga lies. Yep. He didn't lie about like being faithful. He didn't lie about I live with like, my baby mama, but we just roommates. It's not like that. Right. Like, it's not like that. This nigga lied to you about heaven and earth. He told you a supernatural lie. About God, girl. He lied on God. He... What the fuck are you talking to us about? If you don't tell this nigga to find the real Christ... Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. I'm sorry. Girl, I'm sorry. Mm -mm. No, this is so bad. It's really awful. So... Ain't no help. Yeah, it ain't. Uh... Leave this nigga, though. Please do leave this nigga and good luck. Yeah, you do that. Good luck in doing so. Our next letter comes from Tamara, who says, My boyfriend John is a 30-year-old white man, and I am a 27-year-old black woman. 30 what? He's 30. She's 27. Okay. John and I have a mutual friend named Andy, who is a 29-year-old black woman. All right. That's a cute name for a girl. A few months ago, Andy called John at 10 p.m., asking if he could come hang out with her because she was working the night shift at the at her hotel and she was scared. John told she apparently she works at a hotel and she was working the night shift and she was scared so she called this man at 10 p.m. asking if he could come hang out with her while she's at work. Uh-huh. John told me he was leaving and I said, "Hell the fuck you not. The sun is down and you going to hang with a girl during booty call hours." But I was sick and I really wanted to go to sleep. So I gave him a curfew to be home by midnight. I woke wow, up today. <laughs> I, I woke up at 1 a.m. and he wasn't home. So after I checked his location, I started calling him to tell him to come home. He said he was on his way. And so I went back to sleep. When I woke up again at 3 a.m., I saw he still wasn't home. So I called him, cussing him out. He gave some excuse and said they were sitting there at the front desk watching TV. And he did not end up getting home till after 4 a.m. I haven't spoken to Andy since all this happened, but she still calls John. Andy, John, and I are all flight attendants for different airlines, and her birthday is coming up. What? Here lies the issue. Andy called John, asking what his schedule looked like for December, and said she was planning a birthday trip for herself with three other friends. However, I never got a phone call asking me about my off days, so I approached John and told him that I wasn't happy, and if I didn't get an invite, he wasn't going. <laughs> <laughs> but now I've changed my mind and decided that we both going. Andy has, <laughs> Andy has always been weird about me and John dating, and she was upset when she first found out about us a few years ago. Do y'all think I'm wrong if I pop up at the airport with my bags and my man ready to go on this trip? I would have more priority priority than her on the standby list since they're flying with my airline. Do y'all think I should address Andy before, <laughs> during, or after the trip? Because either way, she definitely going to get cussed the fuck out. John is definitely not in the clear. I know he's wrong, and I know how to handle that part. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just need mm -hmm. help handling my yeah, feelings mm -hmm. about Andy. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. Thanks, mm -hmm. yeah. Tamara. <laughs> girl, girl, 
John's not in the clear. I know how to handle that part. Do you? Because mm-hmm. it sounded to me like a white man came home at 4 a.m. and you stayed with him. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> That's what it sounded it like sounds to me. to me like you're getting ready to crash this black girl's motherfucking birthday party talking about some popping up with your man that got invited to after he motherfucking was down to the, um, an American Horror Story Hotel. <laughs> All night long while you was in bed right. sick or whatever the fuck I it is that your ass was talking that. about. I'm I'm not it's not mathing. It's not. Um now I would personally put both of these niggas in the clear. Well, one of them's a nigga. <laughs> I would put both of these individuals um um in my rear view. Mm-hmm. Ben the way that she's moving is weird and foul. The way he's moving is equally weird and foul. I don't think anybody is innocent or okay in this situation. Um, however, just from a petty point of view and perspective, if he weren't being so weird and scandalous in this situation, I would find your decision d- delightful. <laughs> That's true um, too. I I did appreciate the pettiness of well, bitch. We all going. You yeah. don't have to call me. You don't have Got to call. Got my bags. <laughs> look, bitch. I already. Look, I don't know where are we going. I already got a lay around my neck, bitch. <laughs> mama, mama, mama. Where you said Mexico? I love margaritas. <laughs> Hello, Taco Tuesday every day, huh? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Don't Let's drink the tap water, girl. Let's mama. go. Yeah. Mama, mama. <laughs> Mama, mama. Let's all go. I'm all for that. I, you do whatever you want to do as far as this trip is concerned. I really, but I think your energy is misplaced here. Yeah. You're mad at her. I mean, it sounds, to be real, it sounds like she has violated, but like, it ain't nothing to violate if you're not in a relationship with this white man. And this white man is the one who left you at home after you said, nah, you ain't going nowhere at 10 p.m. And then told you twice he was on his way home and then didn't come home till 4 a.m. So (laughs) she, I feel like, you know, she's an issue, yes, but you could switch her out with anybody else. And the problem would still ultimately be with this man who is your boyfriend. So... (laughs) If you want to get rid of the weeds, you got to take care of the root. What? Them hoes will pop right back up. Every time. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Every damn time. So, uh, what was her question? Was, was, was there a question? Oh. Child, please, was there. <laughs> Should you address Andy before, during, or after? You might as well do it now. You can, I mean, you could go to the airport and cuss her out right then and then still go on vacation and fuck your man wherever it is y'all are going and then come, like, you can easily do that. But it doesn't sound like his connection with her is stopping or ending anytime soon. So your feelings about Andy, you could have been got those out. You said you haven't talked to her since all that shit happened a few months ago. You could have been called her or texted her and cussed her out behind that. You don't have to show up and make a scene at her birthday or at your job. That's that's something else to consider. Do you really want to, like, let's just say you work at Southwest. She didn't say what airline, but 
Let's just say you work at Southwest. Do you really want to be at the Southwest ticket counter knowing that everybody in their little uniform and they vest and shit knows who you are acting a fucking fool in the airport? What if y'all start fighting and end up on TikTok or, or the no-fly list? A flight attendant can't be on the no-fly list. Think about the repercussions here before you jump into that. Great but points, also, think about what the real issue is here. Because I just... Not that I'm in the habit of saving y'all's interracial relationships, but I just really feel like, just like anybody else, when it comes down to it, your man is the real problem. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, white man's whore. Good luck, though. I don't know. With Well, that's why I chose the name Tamara for her, but... Oh, you 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 handle it however you see fit. Cuss her out, sure. But what are you going to do about him? I know how to handle that. Really? Because this whole letter is about her. (laughs) This whole letter, all you said to us about him was, I know how to handle it, but you didn't handle it. Like... (laughs) Not now only he was came home he at was at five o'clock. four a.m. with her, and now he's going on her fucking birthday trip, and was gonna leave that you, you at weren't home. invited to. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Do you no. really know? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Whoa! All right, all right. Um. Good luck, Tamara, though, with that. I think we're going to go ahead and end the letters right there. If you have a question for us, send it over to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. And be right back. We're back, folks. And it's time to wrap things up now with The Read. It is. I'm going to just go ahead and go because I really don't have too, too much to say. Um, and that's tired. fine. That's fine. A lot is going on, and the show can be <coughs> short. And that's it. Fine. Really can. It can. <laughs> um. So I just want to say to first of all, um, little Boosie Boussois. <gasps> yes, let's do this. <laughs> Let us um, do this. <laughs> you actually have a lot of nerve, my dear. Uh, coming for anyone. 
Um, but specifically coming for uh, the Wade family mm-hmm. at this point. Um, now, if you don't know, when Gabrielle Union was being interviewed, I think by Jamel Hill, was it? Yeah, yeah. Last year. This is old. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is an old interview. <laughs> um, But in the interview, they're talking... Um, about, you know, supporting their child um, and, you know, just being overall decent, free-thinking human humans. beings. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and Gabrielle Union makes a joke about, you know, Boosie and, you know, like, sorry, Boosie or whatever, and basically said something about him, his obsession with them and him having dick, a lot of dick on his mind. Yep. Um, which... She's not the first person to say this. Nope. Uh, she's not the second, third, fourth, fifth person to say this. <laughs> Many of us have been saying this as Boosie has given us plenty reason to say this as he has been obsessed with Dick since, um, I don't know, he'd have to tell us, but he's been obsessed with talking <laughs> about it since he knew what social media was. Um, he was very upset, uh, I guess, when he discovered this clip and went on to try and berate Gabrielle Union and her husband and family and the rest of that. Oh, whatever. I just want to say, bitch, you got a lot of nerve to be coming for everybody. Like, girl, every single time the motherfuckers breathed, smiled, yep. talked about loving their children and having a healthy relationship with them. Here you come talking about not only them and their family, but underage genitalia. Yep. You got a lot. You're lucky that you're not behind bars tied up, strung up somewhere because really behind besides that I truly can't get over the fact that you've admitted to paying grown ass adults to sleep with your underage Thank you. uh, sons. Thank you That so still much. hasn't passed me up at all. I think that you're weird. I think you're strange. I think you're weird. And there's never going to be anything that you're going to say funny. There's not a rap snack. There isn't really anything that's going to change my opinion on that. It really isn't. Like, yeah, you guys set it off. You got that one song. They Dyking. You got They Dyking. You got They Dyking. You know what I mean? You have songs. Boosie has a lot of of hits that meant a lot to me when I was in my, you know, youthful club days. Yes. At the end of the day, you are the perfect example of a shriveled, completely insecure emasculated, um, destructive male human being. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with the fact that you don't really have any emotional intelligence or literacy. And um, you kind of think that's just off of the strength of you having any form of success or money that things should revolve around you and your way of thinking. Um, you can be a hood niggas hero, but Mm-mm. you don't speak for black people. You don't speak for the community. You don't speak for the Wade family. You barely speak for yourself. You barely speak, period. Listen. So what you ought to do is just shut the fuck up, mind your own business, and record music. What happened to that? Like, I know that, like, having people show their pussy lips on camera and mixing Cinnamon Toast Crunch with lasagna or whatever the fuck it is that you do for a living now is like how you're leaning into making money. But 
there are other avenues that I thought that people expected out of you since yes. people were screaming free Boosie, free Boosie, free Boosie for all the time that you were locked up. And all you've been doing since you came out of here is talking about dick and having like it's hot true. dog filled um, calzones sprinkled in <laughs> Pop-Tart dust. And I'm over it. And to be like, oh, how dare you challenge a ghetto hero's manhood? She didn't say that you were a man. At no point did she challenge your manhood. That's she just wrong. said, you, dick be on your mind a lot and you be worried about the wrong shit a lot. And all of that is just true. It's just true. You wrong. I don't have time for this. I'm trying to have peace in my life and stay alive. Speaking of staying alive, have you looked at Boosie lately? <laughs> you could stand to hydrate is all I'm saying. It ain't no reason that a 40-year-old should look like that. It just Boosie don't make no goddamn sense. That nigga is John like two weeks ago. <laughs> and looks every bit of 68. <laughs> Baby. I want vegetables. Try some I water. I want water. <laughs> Have you heard of Whole Foods? <laughs> I want multivitamins. Listen, I want leafy nigga. greens, nigga. <laughs> like. Because. What the fuck is going on over there? Roadkill. Your eyes should not look like that. These big, deep, heavy bags. Literally, your eyes are bloodshot all the it's fucking all that time. Hate. It's all that hate. And it's killing you. And I don't know what's going on with you, but Gabrielle wasn't wrong about what she said. And to and the reason I saw it is because one of these little ghetto-ass nigga blogs was like, what y'all think about this? I feel like Gabrielle need to mind her business, stay out of it. That is Zaya's fucking stepmother. She is married to Zaya's father. They all live in the same fucking home. A good step-parent treats the children who aren't biologically theirs as if they were biologically theirs. And therefore, there's nothing wrong, especially considering how fucked up Zaya's mama is about her identity and everything that's going on. There's nothing wrong, Gabrielle Union, stepping into that role and defending a child. A child. Let, have we all forgotten that this is about children? That this is a grown man speaking about kids? The same grown man who hired a woman to rape his child? To rape his own son? And y'all don't see nothing wrong with that. Ain't nobody hooting and hollering and causing no fuss about that. But Gabrielle speaks up in defense of a child who ain't doing nothing but being gorgeous and young and minding her fucking business. Signing brand deals and being a bad bitch on Instagram. Like, literally just living her Stunning. life. Not hurting nobody. Yeah. And this is what y'all have an issue with? Gabrielle speaking up? I just feel like you should have left that. No. I just feel like I'm going to say something because that's a kid, first and foremost. And secondly, that's my kid. And you got something to say about my kid, you're going to have to come through me, period, because I'm a good parent. Something you niggas don't know nothing about. Boosie set up his child to be sexually violated and y'all are listening to him like he's some kind of goddamn prophet. Please snatch a fucking clue and a little bit of fucking sense. That is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Past that, I wanted to say to apparently there have been folks who've been commenting on Kiki Palmer's appearance sans makeup. Oh no. <laughs> Um, there was like a photo, I guess, that came out of her or some shit like that where she had no makeup on and she was wearing some glasses. And apparently y'all have been calling her ugly or something like that. 
Now, I saw the photograph in question, and I don't know where the ugly is. Not at all. Like, (laughs) okay, all right, all right. She looked like Kiki Palmer in glasses to me with no makeup on. Like, but ugly? I didn't see any of that. (laughs) Like, I didn't. I didn't. Were you looking at the back of a white man's neck? I think they were, like, at a game. Y'all act real funny about black women who aren't light-skinned, though. (laughs) Y'all act real funny about... Like, I could not find an issue with this photograph. Like, I'm hard-pressed to, like, find someone who isn't, like, a terrible person. Yeah, find or call someone who isn't, like, a terrible, ugly person ugly. Mm-hmm. And at 35, um, there are exceptions. There are. There are. There are. But not Kiki. But what? I didn't see anything fucking wrong with, like, what are y'all fucking talking about? Like, and if we're talking about, like, her skin, like, she's talked openly about mm-hmm. her um, journey or her issues with acne and different medications and stuff that she's been on and whatever and stuff like so if that's what y'all talk about that's exceptionally weird because a it's not not something that she can control b it's not something that she's shy or hides about so like try and i just don't get it i think a lot of y'all bitches are weird and you're un uh, you're insecure you're uncomfortable and even without makeup and glasses and acne, no wig, no weave, no whatever the fuck, you could probably never on your very best day. Nope. <laughs> very best day get a hello from Kiki Palmer. So like, girl, why don't you just shut the fuck up and mind your nigger business while we're still here? Because I honestly see fire and brimstone coming and cracking up out of the soil any given day now. At this point, I'm wondering what's taking so damn long for the mother for 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 rocks to come falling from the sky, yeah. for the fucking heavens to crack open and God to say that's enough. Cut. And y'all sitting up here calling ugly people, unugly people, ugly. <laughs> like when Tory Lanez is right there. When Tory Lanez is. <laughs> And out of house arrest, where you can hear it. <laughs> where he can hear it, and y'all talking about Kiki Palmer ugly. Where? <sighs> Making shit up. Making shit up. Lastly, I'm not gonna... This isn't to read. This is um, the prelude, baby. Um, I have words for Robin Dixon, for Giselle Bryant, and for that other one. Oh, yes. But I'm not going to do it today because I'm not all the way caught up. Okay. I've been busy. I've been tired. I already talked about what I've been dealing with. So I'm not all the way caught up, but I heard that they need to be doubly read. What I do know, okay, is that I'm tired of them. There's no way that you can excuse or talk your way around the colorism shit at this motherfucking point because we've all seen it. We've all seen it. Further the fuck more, I'm tired specifically of these three, okay? Giselle Bryant looking like a great value motherfucking Blue Cantrell. She looked like somebody left Blue Cantrell on a, under a summer day magnifying glass. <laughs> then you got Robin Dixon over here looking like Chucky and Tiffany Valentine at the same goddamn time. I'm tired of you, bitch. And then... 
This one over here with the fucking Word. with the fucking um, English muffin nooks and crannies skin, looking like Peter Laurie. You can beat it too, honey. You can beat it as well. So once I get caught up, I will give a full briefing on my opinions oh. on those on the girlies and okay. whoever else got on my goddamn nerves. All right. Because as of right now, the last episode I watched was the one where they got to throwing things and mm-hmm. and acting a fool. So I'm like two episodes behind. So when I do get caught up, you will know how I feel. But as of right now, right now. Oh, yeah. I want for Robin to find a storyline elsewhere. I want her to find a storyline in her real life. Not for entertainment purposes, not for television, because we're never going to give a fuck, mama. We're (laughs) never going to care at all. I want for you and your real, actual living days to find a storyline for you and your Mm. own personal perseverance and lifestyle. Giselle Bryant, I want for you to find business. Mm. I want for you to find love. I want for you to find anything the fuck to do that is not underneath Jamal Bryant or underneath the Bravo name. But you won't be able to do that because you ain't about shit, ain't got shit, and you're never, you're not good at anything. And as far as the other one, sweetie, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who the other one is. <laughs> like, I don't even know what you're doing here. You honestly just, you're giving me, like, if someone took, B. Scott to sandpaper. I'm tired. I don't have time for any of it. Like, girl, you can move. The other two can move. Like I said, when I'm ready, you're getting dragged. I'm done. Yes. I love how that was you not dragging. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. Because that that was... (laughs) Very light work (laughs) for you, but... (laughs) Uh, yes, same. And uh, I was going to talk about the Boosie thing, so I will just also say um, to Tory Lanes, <laughs> who tweeted earlier today, I'm going to say this one more time, and y'all should watch how it aged, but no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. And don't question right. my God. This is my last tweet. First of all, please, yeah, all right. please promise. Please, please, pinky swear that this is your last tweet. Secondly, this all came about because you have been hit with yet another charge in yeah. relation to the shooting and everything that's going on with Megan. But third, and my main point here is that this is exactly what niggas say right before they go to prison. So often good luck with that. You horrible, menacing little bitch. <laughs> and if you Emphasis thought on little and bitch. And if you thought you was gonna get an ounce of sympathy from me, you was or the internet. I really don't know why you tweeted that, but that was just baby, speaking of wrong fucking decisions. Like you make them all the time. This was yet another one. Um, but go ahead and keep your promise on that with that whole like this is my last tweet thing and I ain't gonna say nothing else. Please stick to that like we would all love for that to be true please don't make us go through this again yeah, and if you, you don't two pays to shop for and all that um, and the, and the if life. you and if you don't go to jail then that's your own win isn't it and you get to keep that and you get to be happy with that and the rest of us get to never read your thoughts on anything else ever again so fair trade just would love just would love for that to come to fruition but that is it for me and that is gonna oh (laughs) this is not a read but i just want to say on yesterday's mailbag episode we talked about abbott elementary and i'm not gonna do any spoilers but i will just say what i said i said what i said 
and I be spoiling. fucking and I be fucking knowing. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It is. It's if not. you listen to yesterday. No, it's not. Okay. You you could watch it and still be pleasantly surprised. But I would just yeah. say I said what I said and I be fucking knowing. I want to thank Quinta for Abbott because it really does mean so much to me. I call it's it my a great program. I call it my emotional support TV show because you know how uh-huh. sometimes Sometimes you just play something that's so familiar over and over just because of the comfort it brings you in its familiarity. I know a lot of people have said that about the read and our very extensive yeah, fucking I archive. I mean, y'all have been listening for almost 10 years now, so thank you for that. But I feel that's that same crazy. way about a lot of different shows, including Abbott. So thank you, Quinta. I don't know what I'm going to do till January when you niggas come back. But other than, you know, binge... All of the episodes up to this point. That's that's right. And turn this turn this fucking computer off and turn the DVR on, baby. Can't wait. But Abbott's gonna be one of my shows that I watch like like community, like The Office, like Golden Girls. Oh yeah, where it's like I can just jump into when to like any season, any episode, and just start and automatically know. Yep, and just like go to sleep or just like kick it like. It's that good. It's that good. It's that much fun. Oh, it's so good. I love Abbott Elementary. It's like, it's up there on one of my favorites. It's perfect. It's just... Now that Blackish is gone too, it's like, thank God we got to just ease on down the road into another great Black show. But you really, if you didn't see the episode that aired on December 7th, go watch that shit ASAP. Hurry up, nigga. I'm not playing with you. Like, it's so good. So, but I'm going to leave it right there. That wraps up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. You can subscribe to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash the read. And speaking of Patreon, next week we are launching our 12 Days of Christmas giveaway hosted on Patreon. We have lots of different goodies for the girls from day 12 to day one. I don't know, child. Alex figured out the math there. But it's hosted by our very good friend... Our best Judy, Miss T.S. Madison. Thank Yay! you, Maddie. I know you're a bad bitch, very rich. You don't have She's to cozy. answer calls from the little girls no more. She's fucking Grammy nominated. She's like, Crystal and Kifiri, who? But she agreed anyway. So thank you for hosting this and for all of our loyal Patreon subscribers. We are excited to give away. She's dark brown. A lot of dark, dark skin, skin, light skin, beige. beige. Larissa Bays, bitch. I'm black. Oh, and that reminds me. So, yes, um, for our patrons, lots of goodies coming your way. I think the grand prize is a trip for two to New York City for our 10-year anniversary show next year, which is our first live show since the pandemic. And shit, girl, might be the only because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Your girl is scary, but we'll see. Um, but, yes, head on over to patreon.com slash the read if you're a patron or if you want to join for more information. and. I want to say thank you so much to Heaven for inviting me on Heaven Only Knows, her game show. I got to compete against Roy Wood Jr., which was extremely fun. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we, had a lo- we had a very good time. I got to meet some of y'all who have been listening to the show, and so I hope you enjoyed yourselves. But a lot of the questions were about Beyonce, so thank you, Heaven, because I feel like that gave me the edge. I ended up winning, uh, even though Heaven didn't let me keep the trophy. Because she said she wasn't buying two and she needs to reuse it. But wow, that's okay. I'll buy my own trophy and we all know what it's for. But thank you, Heaven, for the invite. I had a blast. Um, and yeah, 
I think that's it for me as far as news and stuff. I'm finna, baby, I'm finna cut off this recording equipment and get right back to these damn books. I'm so tired. <laughs> to books. Yeah, yeah, it is it's 12, 1230 for you. And I have a research proposal due at 1 p.m. And so I will be cutting this shit We're off. We're going to age. And going back to school. <laughs> Waves. Like, we can't do this forever, Crystal. And the semester will be over next week. <laughs> That's what I tell myself every semester. Like, it's just for a few months and then I get a break. A few months and then I get a break, but... I just want to be butt naked in a hot tub with no less than Amen. three fine big dick niggas oh. who all have nothing I know, that's right. on their minds but me. That's and right. And my nether places. Yeah. Oh, listen. That is all that I need and want in my life right now. That's a lot you could do with that. And I I am manifesting that for you, friend. Best thank of you. best of luck in, in making thank that happen. You. But thank yeah. you all so much for the support. We love you. Take care of yourselves. And we will see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix.